This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Rabotai, continuing our series of Tehillim from the works of Rabbi Yaakov Abu Chatzera in the Sefer Alef Bina, where he goes to Tehillim Kufyutet, where in letter, Lamed. And here, Rabbi Yaakov is going to teach us two important lessons. The first one, I want to ask you a question that I asked the uh, Kolel yesterday night before Arvit. How many of you believe that you are learning Torah Lishma? That you are learning Torah for the sake of learning? Sake of Torah. Because ah, you were there last night. <laughs> How many of you believe it? That's it? Nobody? You believe it? You believe it. <laughs> okay. So if you believe it, you believe it. We're going to see what Rabbi Yaakov tells us about that. But beforehand, he starts off with a very famous pasuk that we say, the Sephardim say it actually when they open up the Hechal during Yamim Nuraim. Le'olam Adonai, devarcha nitzav bashamayim. Forever Hashem, your words stay in shamayim. What is, what is, what does this pasuk mean? So first of all, this is a very famous pasuk because the, the Sfaradim say it based on the Rashash, one of the great Mikubalim. They say 12 times when we open up the Aron HaKodesh to make sure that any judgments and any Xerot stay in Shemaim and they don't enter Olam HaMa'ase over here. I heard once that one of the great Rabbanim from Eretz Yisrael, I think it's Rav Shlomo Amar, was here in Los Angeles and they asked him to give a bracha to one of the synagogues. So instead of giving a bracha, he, he, he said this pasuk le'olam Hashem nitzav b'shamayim. He said it like 30 times. We let's see we'll go over and over and over again. Rabbi Yaakov tells us what shot in this pasuk. Kan balomar tamacher. Here's coming to tell you another reason. Why David HaMelech is asking and negotiating with Hashem that he should accept his tefilot. Dekol ikarenu batorah mitzvodu k'delitaken olamot elyonim lemala. Because the whole purpose of Torah and mitzvot, says David HaMelech, is in order to rectify the worlds above. That's what we do. In other words, we think that our tefillot are just, you know, a way that we could ask Hashem, give me my new Maserati or whatever. No, 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 no. Tefillot are there, you have to remember, is in order to rectify the worlds above. Like it's written, these are the, 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 the offsprings of Shamayim Va'aretz that through Avraham Avinu, through Yitzchak, through Yaakov, all of the worlds were rectified. Our great forefathers, Avraham Yitzchak Yaakov. Do you mind if I say something off tangent? Because it's coming up next week is the Hilula of Baba Sali, Dalit Shvat. You know, at the beginning, uh, Israel came out and they said, no Hilula this year, it's too dangerous because of what happened in Meron. So Baba Sali's son, Baba Baruch, Hashem should give him a long life, did not like that at all. And he wrote a sharp letter. And when Nebuchadnezzar writes a sharp letter, it's like, I'm threatening anybody who has anything to do with this, that they're not going to have a good end. <laughs> so you better stop. Because I just saw the news today. They're having the Hilula there. Israel changed their mind. They didn't want to mess with Nebuchadnezzar. So there's going to be, yeah, there's going to be a, there's going to be B'zat Hashem Hilula Baba Sali. So listen to what Baba Sali said about the Avot of Rabbi Shavi Yaakov. He had a question. How could it be that Yaakov Avinu got buried with Avram and Yitzchak? Don't we say that Yaakov is Bechir Ha'avot? Yaakov is the 
is the finest of all the Avodah. He's the greatest of the Avodah because all the Shvatim came from him. So how could he be buried with Avram Yitzchak and he reached a higher level than that? Interesting question. That's what he asks. And he answers the following. We know that there's a rule that Sadiqim, once they died, are even greater than they were alive. Sadiqim, greater they are in their death than, than during their lifetime. But what about Yaakov Avinu? Yaakov Avinu lomet. Yaakov Avinu never died. So if Yaakov Avinu never died, he's on the same level of Avram and Yitzchak when they died, because they became even greater when they died, but Yaakov Avinu never died. Which is why sometimes you have tzaddikim that are still alive, and, and, and they have such great koach, which is actually, which I saw somebody bring, that this is, if you look at the, at the, at the, at the, one of the students of Rabbi Yaakov Abuchazir's name is Rabbi Shlomo Chayun. He gave an approbation to the Sefer, uh, one of the Sfarim of Rabbi Yaakov Abuchazir, and he writes, Zichuto yagen alenu amen. Zia. Zichuto yagen alenu. Now that term, his zichut should be a merit upon us, is usually said once somebody passes away. But this was said during Rabbi Yaakov's lifetime. Rabbi Yaakov was still alive when he wrote that. You see, sometimes these tzaddikim, while they're alive, they have great zichut. <laughs> they have great zichut. Either way, Getting back to our uh, discussion, I just mentioned this because we mentioned Rav Yitzchak Yaakov, and I couldn't help telling you wonderful Dvar Torah from Babasali that that why the avot were buried next to each other. So he says it's through the avot that all of our worlds are created, right? And just like it's written, the Avraham Hayoyihe, Avraham is going to is going to be what is Hayoyihe? is Gematria thirty. Because through the tzaddikim that started with Avraham Avinu, they are going to rectify the world. And says Rabbi Yaakov, there is every single generation has at least 30 tzaddikim in it that are able to rectify the Shekhinah. Besides the Lamite tzaddikim, here he says there's a concept of 30 tzaddikim. Gematria Yihyeh. And they have to be mitaken the generation. So David Amelch has come along and he's, he's negotiating. Why am I different than all the tzaddikim? Once I decided, Hashem, that I want to be your servant. Accept my tefilot. Devarcha means the Torah that you gave us. That the purpose of the Torah is that the Shekhinah should be rectified through it. Nitzav b'shamayim. It's so great in Shamaim that, 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 that is only going to be rectified through me. So Hashem, forever I want to ask you that, 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 that even though we don't have the tzaddikim like Avraham Yitzchak Yaakov, but every generation has the 30 tzaddikim. So those tzaddikim and myself included, should rectify divarcha bashamayim. That's how Rabbi Yaakov explains the pasuk. Le'olam Adonai divarcha nitzav bashamayim. Forever Hashem, every single generation should have its tzaddikim that should make sure that the Torah is rectified. Then he goes on. And he, I'm gonna to skip to the pasuk. Le'mishpatecha amdu hayom ki akol avadecha. To your, to your judgments, they stood today because we are all your servants. Here, He's going to get to the inyan of Torah Lishma that I asked you a question at the beginning, which is the following. He's, David Amelech is coming to end with what he started. Hashem, don't make any difference between the previous generations and our generations. We should also have zikhut Hashem. Now the problem is like this. There's always something standing against us why we shouldn't have that zikhut. 
What is that? Learning Shelolishma. Because there's a Mishnah in Pirkei Avot, Perigvav, Mishnah Bet. Bechol yom vayom, bat kol yotzed mehar chorev umachrezet veomeret. Oy lahem labiriyod me'elbona shel Torah. Every single generation, there is a voice that comes out and cries, Whoa! Is it to those creations from the embarrassment of Torah? Shikol mishe'en osik batorah nikla nazuf. Because anybody who doesn't delve in Torah is called is called banished. Shneemar nezim zahav be'av chazir isha yafa v'sharata'am. The the golden ring in the nose of a pig is a, a beautiful lady that doesn't have any taste to her. That's David Melech's pasuk in Mishle, right? What does this mean? Unbelievable. So Yaakov doesn't even understand what what is the what is the Mishnah telling us? Like, how do we know we're talking about somebody? Who is not learning Torah, and somebody who's not learning Torah is like a pig with a ring. Ask Rabbi Yaakov, it's not like a pig with a ring, it's the pig with no ring. Uh, the ring at least is that he's learning Torah, but over here, we're just saying that, that bitul Torah means he's not learning. So why is the Mishnah bringing an example of a pig with a ring? That means somebody who's learning, and, and, and cause he has the ring on him. We're not talking about somebody who's not learning. So says Rabbi Yaakov the following. Somebody, the Tana is coming to teach us that somebody who learns Shelo Lishma, it's as if he's not learning at all. And on the contrary, somebody who's learning and he doesn't fulfill what he learns, he's even worse than somebody who doesn't learn at all. Because he is taking the Torah and he's trampling on it. And he says, this is like a pig who has a, a, a beautiful ring in its nose. My Rosh Hashiva would always give the example. He would describe it in great detail. You know what a pig does with his nose, with his snout? You know what he does? He goes into the mud, into the dirtiest of places. And he goes into the mud and he just he just, he just revels in it. And he, and he really has fun with the mud. He puts, and he puts, imagine putting that golden ring, a beautiful, beautiful piece of jewelry and sticking it in the mud. That's what he's doing. You're taking the Torah and you're saying, here, the Torah is so great, so beautiful, so wonderful, and I'm trampling it and I'm not keeping it. That's, that's incredibly horrible because it shows that your purpose is not really to learn Torah. It's just to use it as an outer veil for your purposes. And that is why the Pasuk tells us, David HaMelech tells us, Nezim Zahav Be'av Chazir, that the, the nose, the ring on the nose of a pig is like a beautiful lady, that which, what, basically what she does is that, is that she looks beautiful, but Saratam, she's a Isha Zonava Chalala, she's a prostitute on the inside, she's really corrupt on the inside, so it's all an outer veil, it means nothing, she's beautiful on the outside, not on the inside, and that's corrupt. And that's what a person learns Torah Shilolishma. So now I depress everyone. So that means that if we learn Torah Shilolishma, it's like we're not learning at all. Why don't we just go home and then go surfing? That's it. Maybe not today because it's raining, but on other days. So says the, says, says Rabbi Yaakov, there's another statement that contradicts this. What does that other statement say? Mitoch Shilolishma Balishma. A person should always learn, even if it's not for the right purposes, Shilolishma Balishma. Says Rabbi Yaakov, you know what that's going on? That's going on getting somebody to entice him to start learning. In other words, you want to get somebody to start learning for the first few months. Then, 
he has a heter to learn, even if it's not for the right purposes. But after a few months, he doesn't have that heter anymore. So let me ask you, Rabotai. We are learning more than a few months already. So obviously, we're not learning just because, just because we want to try it out and see if it's Gishmak. We, we want to learn because we want to do the Ratzon Hashem. That's called Torah Lishma. So my, my categoric answer, according to Rabbi Akova Abu Chatzera, is that anybody who learns Torah nowadays, and he's learning it to give Nachat Ruach to Hashem, even if you want to say, yeah, but you know, I'm also learning it because I want this. Stop being so hard on yourself. Stop criticizing yourself so much. You come to the Bet Midrash and you learn and you want to learn. That's called Torah Lisma. Don't give yourself a hard time. You're learning Torah Lisma. And therefore, says Rabbi Yaakov, David Amelech is coming and telling us, Le mishpatecha amedu hayom. Maybe the judgments are standing against me because I didn't learn your Torah. But ki akol avadecha. We are all your avadim. And I'm learning Torah with all my power. And if I'm learning Torah with all my power, I am learning lishma. And if not, what am I saying? I'm saying that I don't care about Torah, but I do care about Torah. So David Melech is saying, Hashem, answer me because I think I'm learning Torah lishma. Now it could be that we have a lot of people in generation who learn Torah and just don't keep it. So unfortunately, says Rabbi Yaakov, maybe that's why Mashiach hasn't come yet. Because if Mashiach would come, every generation has Torah, how could Mashiach not come? But if a person nowadays in 2021, soon to be 22, is learning and is, and is, and is enjoying his learning, he wants to do Nachat Ruach Don't be so hard on yourself. Be proud and happy that you're learning Torah Lishma. Maybe it's not 100% Torah Lishma, but it's not considered like you're slowly Lishma that you're like you're not learning. It's better you don't learn. No. You're trying. You'll eventually get there. Those are the words of Rabbi Yaakov, and that was the message I wanted to share with everyone. Chazaku You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.